Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast with Bryce Johnson. It's a show that unpacks sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. Enjoy inspiring conversations and thought-provoking interviews. You'll hear stories from people that will inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Now, from the Unpacking It studios in Charlotte, North Carolina, uniting sports fans everywhere, here is Bryce Johnson. And joining us now is former Tennessee Titans linebacker Derek Morgan. He spent nine years with the Titans after being selected 16th overall in the 2010 draft. He spent his college career at Georgia Tech and is being inducted into their Sports Hall of Fame. He decided that 2018 was his final year in the NFL, and he joins us today on Unpacking It to discuss that decision, what he's up to next, and how God has changed his life. Derek, thanks so much for joining us. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. All right. Well, before we jump into your story and and what you're up to now, uh, I'm just curious your thoughts on the first few weeks of the NFL season. Oh man, I'm probably probably not the best person to ask about that. I, I haven't watched the game. Um, Is that right? You know, probably. Yeah, I, I just you know I kind of got into a habit of not watching football throughout my career as just a, a way to almost disconnect when I was at home and you know be be present with the family. So I'm I'm not really an avid football watcher um, i'm sure i mean if it's on i'll, I'll take a, look, a glance at it but um yeah i haven't really been been uh tuned in this this year wow that's interesting because i was going to ask you what it's like watching as a, a former player so you you've kind of uh, avoided that so what does that mean for kind of your relationships with your former teammates and are you continued to to stay connected with the titans or what does that look like um yeah there's a few guys i still keep in touch with like jarell casey um Wesley Woodyard, Saquon Jones. So it's like, you know, every once in a while, I'll shoot them a text, they'll shoot me a text, and then, um, you know, we'll, we'll chop it up briefly. But I understand how it, how it is in the season. You just don't have a lot of bandwidth. So I try not to bother the guys that are in season. But, um, you know, it's, it's been good. You know, I've been, I've been really focused on, you know, a lot of the stuff that I've been involved with off the field for the past few years. And so that's, that's really taken up a lot of my time and, uh, and focus. It's very interesting. You, you made the decision to, to transition and you're all in and, and fully focused. So we got, we've got to talk about, about that. And so you, uh, you don't like the word retirement. So you, you've transitioned out of the NFL <laughs> and, and as a player. Uh, so take me back. H- how did you know it was time? Oh, man, I, I knew for a, for a while. Uh, I, I, to be completely transparent, I, I knew I had a strong feeling that this season was my last. You know, just the uh, accumulation of the wear and tear on your body, um, the surgeries, you know, just, uh, you know, just the mental, the mental uh, attacks um, that you take in, in playing the game and, you know, not being able to uh, completely decide what you do with your time and not being around the family as much as you want and um, me having more of an entrepreneurial spirit, um, you know, it's hard for me to take orders from people and to say, you know, you, you got to show up here at this time and do this and and do it the way I want. And so, so for me, the more I was in the league, the more I kind of like got privy to the business side of the NFL. It was like, ah, let me just kind of exit on my own terms and, 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 and put my, my time and energy into things that are, you know, more meaningful to me. And so I knew 18 was going to be probably my last season 
and for me, I wanted to leave on my own terms. I didn't want to take any pay cuts or get traded, get cut. Like, so for me to be able to finish out both of my contracts um, and play nine years is, is a, a big uh, success for me. And I'm thankful that I had a chance to live out my, uh, my childhood dream. Oh, that that's huge. Derek Morgan, our guest right now on unpacking it, former Tennessee Titans linebacker. So, so how did you approach your last season? What was that like, you know, just, just mentally and, and, and how you, you know, focused in on, on your final season last year? It was challenging at times because it's like, in hindsight, it's like, man, you, you, you kind of think about like, dang, that was your last year. You got to cherish it. And which I did, but at the same time, you know, when you're in the NFL, you have to devote everything to the game. Mm. You know, like it's, it's, you're all in. You can't be, you know, halfway in, like straddling the fence. You got to be all the way in. Um, and being that it was year nine, like my body wasn't feeling the same. So I had to like put more time and energy into like keeping my body at a certain level. But at the same time, it's like, man, you're putting all this work in knowing that you're going to be done with this in four months. Yeah. yeah. So it's almost like, you know, you, you're investing so much of yourself into something that is coming to an end. So it's a hard thing to juggle. But for me, the, the thought that I, you know, and the, the mandate that I live by was just being present, mm-hmm. being in the moment and, and taking advantage of, um, you know, this time that I have and really, you know, being a good steward of, of what God blessed me with. And so even though a, a lot of me wanted to kind of like move on and be done with it, you know, um, for me, it was more so like honoring the place in which I was at in my life because I, I was there for a reason. Wow. No, that's a great perspective from Derek Morgan here on Unpacking It. And and just in reading some of your uh, articles and on the Players' Tribune and, and that sort of thing, well, one thing stood out to me is you you talked a little bit about this and this is a big issue just in in sports and in life as well is identity and how our value can be attached to performance and and we know this in in football specifically for you hey however well you're playing and and that's your value and that's what you get paid and and all that sort of thing but you kind of recognized that a different perspective on that even as you were playing so I'm curious just kind of that process of, of what you learned about identity and, and how your faith affects that view and then now even as your career is over and that identity is gone now you're a former player no longer a current player I'm just curious kind of your your mindset on that that whole topic yeah you have a uh you have a kid who um you know most 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 guys in the NFL have been playing the sport since they were seven eight nine years old that whole upbringing at least for me was, you know, football, football, football was everything. And so it was like, you know, you derive your your sense of significance from 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 football, your your value, um, you know, people paid attention to you because of football and and all these things. It's such of a fleeting thing that for you to anchor your value and who you are as a as a man in that is dangerous, but it's something that is almost unavoidable you know it's hard Mm. so I would say like for me I noticed it you know when I got to the league my first year I was out on IR after tearing my ACL Mm. and I had a lot of people reaching out to me a lot of people like prior to that to say hey you know 
I want to come to a game and, you know, I want to blah, blah, blah. They wanted to be a, a part of the, the bandwagon. <laughs> and I remember when I tore my ACL, I was sitting on the couch, icing my knee, and I got a text from one of my my, my buddies back in uh, my hometown. And it, it was like, hey, man, I'm, I'm coming down to the, to the game uh, next week. And I was like, oh, you must not have heard. You know, I tore my ACL. I won't be playing. And he was like, oh, okay, okay. Well, um, yeah, can I still get those tickets? For me, it was like it really like was 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 shocking because like I don't think people understand like when you have a season in the injury, you're just kind of isolated from the team. And so I was going through a lot emotionally at the time. And mm. for him, that that guy to have like no like sense of awareness of what I was going through or any empathy or didn't really care, all he was focused on was the game. Mm. And that to me was so telling of a lot of people that were around me at the time. It was a lot of fake love. I was just like, there ain't no way uh, I'm going to go through my career with all these fake people around me, and I'm not going to base any sense of significance in, you know, uh, you know what this game brings in terms of, you know, the fake love and, you know, the people being enamored and um, interested in what your success was. And so that, to me was really a lot of, about understanding you know what people were were around me for and, and what my value was outside of the game and you know I really didn't put too much stake in that as I as I progressed no that that's a, a fascinating thought to to really consider because you guys are in such a, a unique spot and you feel like man people people use you and that's just a, that's a tough tough thing Derek Morgan our guest right now on unpacking it appreciate you sharing that uh, I think it's 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 worth people considering, and and along similar lines, and and even just the, this idea that that you no longer you know really watch football, and and I was reading about you too. You didn't necessarily like football at first when you were young when you first started playing. Then you fell in love with it, and and so now that it's over, what what's your perspective on the game of football, the opportunity that you had to to play football? Where where does it kind of leave you? Hmm. It's a uh, it's a refiner, man. It, it matures you. It strengthens you. It tells you a lot about who you are as, as, a, as a person. It comes with joy, sorrow. It's complex. It has a lot to it. Yeah. Um, the, the the more you advance in a, in your career, so I, I would say that certain people have a different opinion on on this subject that. You know, maybe people who didn't get to the league or just kind of stopped playing ball in high school um, than those who went to Division One, And so it's like a different vantage point at, at every level. So when you get to the NFL, let me let me back up. When you get to college, like you're still like in love with the game. And then, you know, it's like for the love of the game. You're playing for the love and, you know, it, the atmosphere in college is so much better than the league. You got you got people just kind of like giving their whole heart. You know, it's it's more team oriented. It's not like uh, you know me 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 type of thing. And so when you when you get to the league, you become very aware of the business of the NFL. Mm. And for me, the game, the my relationship with the game started to change. Um, once I got to the NFL, really coming to the to the fact to say this is a performance business and it's a business at the end of the day. Yeah, you still love the game, but I didn't see this 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 game do a lot of ill things to my friends and former teammates and 
just because it's the nature of, of the NFL. You know, I've seen guys get cut. I've seen guys have botched surgeries. Um, I've seen, you know, just disloyalty from a team when a guy is so loyal, you know, to from his from his view. And it's just a lot of the things that come with being a part of a corporation. Hmm. You know, it's not any different than, you know, somebody working at, a, like, you know, an IBM or like a Microsoft. Like, there's just different things that come along with, a corporation who is focused on the bottom line, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's a part of that. And we're part of that system. We're commodities uh, in that system. So for me, that was like a sobering part of my, uh, my journey. And, you know, not to take away from the love of the game, but the relationship became more, uh, more business, more transactional almost. Mm. And it wasn't, from the perspective of, you know, I just love playing this game. Now I was like, now nah, I got to perform to get this amount of money to make sure my my family's okay. And if I if I fall off in, in any way, shape, or form, then, you know, I'm going to be in jeopardy of getting cut. And so it was just a whole new dynamic. Um, and, and, and to say, like, I came in as a first-round pick. True. So my experience is way different than somebody who's like a fringe free agent guy and fringe roster guy and, and practice squad you know, they have a whole nother vantage point. Yeah. And so I'm just kind of speaking from my experience. And, I, and I've known that I was blessed to be a first-round pick and have a different scenario. But, I, I mean, it's even worse for guys that come in on, on, on lesser terms. So, you know, the NFL is, is something that is, you know, I, I, it's a business. I understand the business. I'm thankful that I had a chance to, like, be a part of the, the NFL and live out my dream. Um, but I would say my my relationship with foot, with football has 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 evolved over the years, and and when you really take a step back and look at the big picture when it comes to sports, really the communities uh, you know of the, which, which I come from, where there aren't a lot of opportunity, mm. people put everything into sports, mm. and for me, I was no different. I, I put everything in the football. And so it was like, if it wasn't for football and the blessing, that's what prayer behalf, like, I don't know what it would have been. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it would have been. So I see that a lot in the, in the, in the communities I come from and, and that look like the communities I come from. It's just like the, the youth are all in on athletics and, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a sad Cash twenty two because if you make it great, but if you don't, what mm. else is, is involved in your skill set? How have you, you know, bettered yourself as a as a person? So, you know, that's part of, you know, why I'm doing some of what I'm doing and trying to be a voice for, you know, just a different narrative as it relates to, um, you know, under underserved communities and what those opportunities look like. Wow, no, it's great. I, I want to hear more about that, Derek Morgan, our guest right now on Unpacking It, former Tennessee Titans linebacker plays college football at Georgia Tech and and so we we talk about okay your your perspective on football you spent 9 years in the NFL and, and we love talking sports on the show but we also love talking faith and so as you look back on your career how did your faith grow during that that season of life and 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 how did you know just your relationship with with Jesus change throughout your, your time in the NFL? You know, it, it really, um, it grew like, my, as I grew as a man, I grew as a man because of my relationship with God. And when I started to really 
prioritize my life and and make God my centerpiece, I started to change. And and I would say a lot of that came from thinking that I had all the answers. You know, coming into the NFL, having that adversity strike, you know, early on, it really shook me up and was like an intersection in my life in which I had to like stop living so selfishly and only living for, for myself and realize that I was not in control of everything in my life. A lot of things were outside of my control. And a lot of it was because I was outside of a relationship with God. I was just kind of living for myself. Through the adversity, through having my son at 22, I started to really reorganize my life and, and reorganize my priorities and my values to match, you know, what I had been taught growing up. Is I grew up in, you know, I grew up on the church and, you know, had somewhat of a relation of a relationship with God, but really was was surface level. It didn't start getting real to me until I became a man and, and started getting hit with adversity. Mm. And I just kind of went back to my roots and started to cultivate that, that seed that had been planted in me, you know, from, from a youth. And so that to me, um, you know, the adversity sparked, sparked my journey on, you know, into like developing a real relationship with God. Like I said, the cause and effect of that was, you know, I started to change and I started to change for the better and I've seen the fruits in every area of my life. It was a necessary transition and transformation um, that, that was birthed out of adversity. Oh, that, no, that, that's, that's huge. Derek Morgan, our guest right now on Unpacking It. And, and you mentioned uh, just kind of this idea of, of cultivating your, your faith. So, so what did that, that look like? What were you doing and, and what were maybe you experiencing that really was cultivating your faith and, and giving you this this passion and desire and, and you know willingness to really seek the Lord uh, even during times of adversity uh, I always I always tell people like for me it was the fundamentals am, am I praying every day am I in my word every day asking God for advice on the certain decisions before I make them you know am I kind of getting still enough to hear his voice am I in a church am I in a small group like just the certain fundamentals of, of the of the Christian faith that have to be activated right and so though I started with those things right and 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 to started just to kind of build out habits and routines and disciplines around those things and you know going to Bible study you know uh, when I was at when I was you know with the team and you know, just trying to be intentional about how I was like, you know, mentoring younger players and, and, and sharing my testimony and, you know, praying for opportunities to do so. So I think that and just kind of what I was filling, filling my spirit with, mm. you know, was I listening to like the, the right type of music and was I watching crazy stuff on TV and, you know, was I still going out and, and drinking? And, and so it was all these things that I had to like kind of shed from mm. and recreate myself into create a new reality in my life and a lot of those convictions came from just the fundamentals of praying and being in a relationship with God and you know certain things that I wasn't even aware of like that I was doing and participating in started to become real obvious things in my life that I needed to stop doing Mm. um so out of that and and really started to like increase my self-awareness um on on the things that were detrimental to me uh, in, in my in my walk in my faith, um, and really just starting to uh, uh, be intentional with the, with how I was living my life and you know what I was spending my time doing. Amen. Gosh, that's a tremendous perspective, and, and really appreciate you sharing all that. That that that's awesome and, and encouraging to hear. Derek Morgan, 
former NFL linebacker with us on unpacking it. And so you, you mentioned earlier you, you've got a passion to, to reach communities and, and, and similar communities to what you grew up in. And so how does your faith inspire you to, to be what you kind of you know, label yourself as an impact investor and you've got the, the Kingdom Impact Fund. So, so tell us all about it and, and just kind of how your faith drives you to want to have this, this impact. Yeah, so I, I really think that um, we are called to be responsible with our, our, our resources and be good stewards over our resources. And, you know, for me, uh, a lot of the motivation over uh, into what I'm doing came out of the fact of wanting to make a difference and, and to use my resources for the betterment of others. You know, it, it, that started with, you know, different philanthropic uh, endeavors and, and charities and donations and all those things. And, you know, the more uh, introspective I got about it and started to, like, really think and, and to see, like, man, is this really making a difference, you mm. know? And started to, like, educate myself on different ways money and capital and resources could be used to better communities and, and those who were underserved and overlooked. I started to come across impact investment. Mind was like, had to, had to shift. I was so in the frame of thought that said, oh, well, I can do my charity and my, my philanthropic stuff over here. And then my money over here that I invest, and, you know, who knows what that's doing, but it's making me money. Hmm. And so when I started to wake up and educate myself on what my money was actually doing, a lot of the stuff that it was invested in didn't really match my values. Mm. And so I started the process of taking that money that was invested in things that I didn't really understand or wasn't aligned with who I was, started putting it into more meaningful investments that I could understand what it was doing. I could see a tangible, positive impact, and it was changing lives for the better. And I've been doing that over the past several years, and now – this program called Opportunity Zones came out, and when that came out, that basically incentivized investment into these urban and underserved and you know impoverished communities. The caveat here and the rub is though the rub is that the, the money that's coming into these communities is incentivized um, by by taxes by ta- tax incentives, but a lot of the money that's coming in may not care about the same things that, you know, I care about, you care about in terms of equality and, and positive impact on the community. Mm. And so when I started to research it, I'm like, man, I'm not a big fan of the program because of how it's set up. But I was like, you know what, I might as well get in and do what I can to be a voice and because it's going to be done with or without me type of thing. And so I mm. started to say, hey, look, to, to my team and you know, my partners, uh, Kendrick Whittington and Brendan Doherty was like, hey, look, let's like really start to build this thing out and, and do what we've been doing over here in a silo, but do it more at a larger scale. And so the projects that we're working on have a double or triple bottom line return where you're, you're making a financial return. It's an investment, but you also have a social impact and sometimes an environmental impact. Hmm. And there's a way to go about investing in these communities and, and do good while doing good. We've taken on that approach in, in our different markets in which we're focused, in, you know, Atlanta, Nashville, the Philly area, and Austin. And so we've been really focused on intentional, meaningful, responsible investments in these communities and creating an inclusive approach that has all of the stakeholders from all the way from, you know, the, the high net worth individual who's investing all the way down to the community member 
whose community the money is flowing in, uh, flowing into. So we're, we're, we're really embarking on this holistic approach and inclusive approach to make sure that investment is done in an equitable way. Wow, I love it. I love the intertwining of it and just the approach. It's, uh, it's very, uh, it seems effective and, and, a, and just a, a great idea. So, so thankful to, to hear that you're doing that and, and encouraged by that. So keep up the great work. The website is kingdomgroup.com, and kingdom is, is spelled K-N-G-D-M. So kingdomgroup.com, you can find out more about it. He's Derek Morgan, and, and man, Derek, really appreciate you being a part of Unpacking It today. Thanks for coming on to share you know, what, what God's doing in your life now after uh, leaving the NFL, and, and congrats on a great nine-year career with the Tennessee Titans. Yes, sir, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on. For more information about the show, our events, and other resources, visit unpackingit.com. That's U-N-P-A-C-K-I-N-I-T.com. We hope you are encouraged, inspired, and challenged by what you heard today. To support our show and Unpacking It Ministries with a financial gift, visit unpackingit.com slash donate. We look forward to unpacking sports, faith, and life with you again next week.